What's happening, everybody? On today's show, Alabama and Georgia add a couple more studs to their already impressive recruiting classes. Good news for LSU as they get quarterback Jaden Daniels back at a big-time DB through the portal, while Georgia, they get two big transfers at wide receiver from opposing SEC schools. And we give you a quick thought on the Gasparilla Bowl tonight as Mizzou is looking for the SEC's first bowl victory of the year. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked on SEC. Thanks so much for joining us. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this year with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, it is where the game starts. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. And remember, Locked on SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. Let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the Around the conference. And we start with Desmond Ricks, the number two cornerback in the country. Did not make his announcement on the first big national signing on Wednesday. He held off to Thursday. Was a heavy LSU lean in recent weeks. A lot of people thought LSU was going to get him, but the tide turned in the last 48 hours or so. And Nick Saban and Alabama add him as their final piece. He's the tide's eighth five-star recruit in this cycle that seals them pretty definitively as the number one recruiting class in the country along with Tide uh, or with Ricks of course uh, tons of different five-star recruits in this class but uh, he did not sign an NIL on the uh, first day of the signing period gave it a little time and announced he is headed to Alabama so a loss there for LSU because Brian Kelly and company were hoping to get him. But uh, some news from LSU around the same hour as Desmond Ricks committed to Alabama. Denver Harris, former uh, big-time run- uh, five-star DB in last year's recruiting class, uh, played at Texas A&M, played five games as a freshman, entered the transfer portal. He is heading to LSU. Uh, appeared to make a... Pretty good impact on that Aggies defense, making 14 tackles in five games. Was suspended at one point. Uh, never really got full details on what happened, but reports were he and a couple players smoking marijuana in the locker room. Don't know if that was confirmed ever, but that was one of the reports out there. Either way, Harris is one of a, a dozen or 20 or so Aggie players who entered the transfer portal, but this one is a big one, and... Uh, a big get for Brian Kelly and LSU as they try to retool that secondary where they had a lot of guys from the transfer portal last year moving on. Denver Harris coming in and will have several years of eligibility to play there at LSU. Back on the recruiting front, Georgia Bulldogs got another big signee on Thursday. Jordan Hall, elite defensive lineman out of Florida, announced his commitment to Georgia narrowed his list down to a final five of Georgia, Bama, Florida, LSU, and Ohio State, and he picked the Georgia Bulldogs. Six foot four, 300 pounds, rated four star, the, uh, four stars, the number nine defensive lineman. Uh, Georgia hosted him for a visit over the summer and uh, posted a picture of him on social media, and that gives Georgia 25 signees in this 
class for the number two recruiting class just behind Alabama. So your latest updated rankings, you've got uh, Alabama solidly in the number one spot, Georgia number two, LSU slid down to number seven because Oklahoma moved up. They ended up getting a recruit that uh, had committed to Oregon but flipped. Uh, Tennessee came in at number nine, Florida at number 12, Texas A&M at number 13, South Carolina at 16, Auburn at 20, Arkansas coming in at number 21, Mississippi State at 24, Mizzou at 31, Kentucky 32, Ole Miss 36, and Vandy number 50. And that uh, rounds out the latest recruiting rankings for now. Now, some other big news that took place on Thursday afternoon. How about a couple of SEC wide receivers that were in the transfer portal? Robert Thomas from Mississippi State. He had been in the portal. He announced on Thursday he was he-, he is heading to the Georgia Bulldogs. Keep in mind, this was Mississippi State's leading pass catcher this year. Had over 600 yards receiving and seven touchdowns. He was fourth among all SEC receivers with those seven touchdowns. Big-time playmaker, and he's heading to the Georgia Bulldogs. So that was kind of like, wow, that's a big get. Then, not much longer after that, we heard Dominic Lovett, Mizzou's leading receiver this year. He had entered the portal. He chose the Georgia Bulldogs. Unbelievable. For the Georgia Bulldogs, who really didn't dabble with the transfer portal last year, they're using it this year. And two big-time playmakers coming in for whoever is going to be their quarterback next year. Is it Carson Beck? Is it Brock Vandergriff? Are they eyeing somebody in the portal? Whoever it's going to be, that guy just got a couple of extra weapons to go with Brock Bowers, Darnell Washington, all the other pieces they have. So Kirby Smart utilizing the transfer portal. And, uh, man, two big gets there in Rara Thomas and Dominic Lovett from fellow SEC schools coming over to Athens. And uh, yeah, I saw some people saying, well, I guess Georgia's going to three-peat. Let's pump the brakes. Georgia's got to win this one this year to make it two championships in a row. But uh, yeah, certainly would look that way. Georgia's absolutely loaded for next season. And, you know, for a team that relies so much on the run game and obviously throwing the ball to their backs and the big tight ends, uh, wide receivers... Would you say underutilized? Maybe. Maybe that's fair to say. But Georgia may be a little bit more pass-happy next year. That passing attack downfield with those two guys in the mix with all the talented wide receivers Georgia already has. So, anyway, big get for Kirby Smart and the Georgia Bulldogs. And really, really incredible uh, haul already. And then they're not done. They're going to keep going after the, uh, the transfer portal. Word is they may get a DB from Texas A&M. So we will see. Uh, speaking of Texas A&M and DBs, they did pick up one through the transfer portal yesterday. Tony Grimes coming over to Texas A&M after three seasons at North Carolina. He's coming off a year in which he had uh, played in 12 games, recorded 36 tackles, seven passes defended, and a forced fumble. Uh, North Carolina had a nice year this year, but uh, defense at times was a little sketch. But Grimes was... Uh, one of their better playmakers on that defense. He was a five-star recruit back in 2020, so this is a big-time playmaker that Texas A&M is getting. They lose Denver Harris to LSU. They bring in Tony Grimes from North Carolina, and there you have it. That is 
Uh, at least a full, few of the big stories going on around the SEC coming up next. We'll talk about a quarterback, starting quarterback in the SEC that is coming back. Thank you guys for making Locked in SEC your first listen every day. Uh, this episode is brought to you by our friends over at the NHTSA. This holiday season, did you know that driving high is considered driving under the influence? That's right. Driving under the influence of marijuana is against the law in every state, even in, in states where marijuana is legal. That means driving high could get you a DUI. And if you think law enforcement officers can't tell you're driving high, you're wrong. Your friends could tell. Your coworkers can tell. Even your parents could tell. Everyone could tell. So what makes you think that law enforcement officers don't know when you're driving high? Driving under the influence of marijuana can slow your response time, change how you perceive time and speed. So even if you think you're fine to drive when you're high, you're not. Because the bottom line is, if you feel different, you drive different. Driving high is driving under the influence. So remember, drive high, get a DUI paid for by the NHTSA. along here locked on sec and we got more news we got to get to going around the conference because there's just more and more big stories we got to get to and we start over at lsu as news came out yesterday that quarterback Jaden daniels has made an announcement he is coming back to lsu next year so when we talk about the quarterbacks coming back we got kj jefferson at arkansas haven't heard official announcement for will rogers at mississippi state but we expect him to be back We'll see what other big names are coming back, but Jaden Daniels is one of them. The uh, senior-to-be quarterback coming back to LSU after a very successful year one. Keep in mind, this is a guy who was a several-year starter at Arizona State. A lot of games under his belt already, but in his first season in Baton Rouge, threw for 2,700 yards with 16 touchdowns, only three interceptions at a 68% completion percentage, a 143 passer rating in the fall, and also a guy who uses his legs to his uh, advantage. Over 800 rushing yards on 180 carries, 11 rushing touchdowns, and uh, he is back in the fold for LSU. Is preparing to start the Citrus Bowl coming up on January 2nd. Uh, Brian Kelly said Daniels just uh, will just be ready in time to play for the Boilermakers. He did re-injure uh, his ankle in the second quarter of that SEC championship game back on December 3rd, and we saw Garrett Nussmeyer getting there, and actually light up the Georgia secondary throw for a ton of yards. So a lot of people were thinking, oh, maybe this is a glimpse into the future. Maybe Garrett Nussmeyer is going to be the guy next year if Jaden Daniels goes pro. And most of the mock drafts had Jaden Daniels as a middle-round pick, so he thinks he's going to come back and prove his stock. More power to him and great leader for LSU next year. And LSU getting all the way to the uh, winning the SEC West and getting to the SEC Championship in year one under Brian Kelly. Try to do it again, albeit think of that schedule next year. Jaden Daniels and LSU got to go to Tuscaloosa. So Alabama hoping to get revenge back on them for the loss this year. We will see. But a big get for LSU to bring back Jaden Daniels. And, uh, again, I like I like the stars of the SEC. I like to see them stick around and uh, more star power next year, particularly that quarterback spot with a couple of uh, savvy vets coming back. Over at uh, Tennessee, Byron Young announced he's going to play one more game in the Orange Bowl before he heads off to the NFL Draft. The Tennessee edge rusher announced 
The job is not finished, and he looks forward to taking the field with his brothers, quote-unquote. And he said uh, after the Orange Bowl, he will then officially declare for the draft. He said, can't wait to see Vol Nation in Miami. Young was a first-team All-SEC selection by the uh, coaches this season and has been invited to the East-West Shrine game and the Senior Bowl. So uh, Byron Young, look for him at the next level, heading to the NFL draft. He led the Vols this season with uh, 10 tackles for loss and uh, 14 quarterback hurries with five sacks. So a really nice season for him. Uh, He's the fourth prospect for Tennessee to announce his future plans. Offensive tackle Darnell Wright. He will also play in the Orange Bowl before entering the draft. And then wide receivers Jalen Hyatt and Cedric Tillman. They've both opted out of the bowl game preparing for the draft. Over Kentucky, outside linebacker Jordan Wright has announced he will take part in the bowl game after declaring for the NFL draft. Uh, Kentucky going to take on Iowa in the Music City Bowl on New Year's Eve. Wright's been a big part of that Kentucky defense. 29 tackles with a sack and an interception this year. He uh, tweeted out to Big Blue Nation, I want to thank you for all your endless support. Greatly appreciate everything you've done. You're the best fans ever. So we'll see if the Wildcats can go get one more win on the season. After going 7-5, and five, eight wins would be a nice finish for them. Over at Alabama, Henry Toa Toa going to forego one remaining season. He could have played at Alabama if he really wanted to. He will be heading to the Reese's Senior Bowl. Uh, he will declare for the NFL draft. He was in his fourth season of college football. Could have stayed for one more year, but uh, he will head off to the NFL. And a lot of people think he will be one of the higher linebackers drafted in this draft. Uh, this year, he served as Alabama's defensive signal caller for the entire season. Had 89 tackles in 12 games. Just a tackling machine. He was the eighth Alabama player to accept an invite to the Senior Bowl. Spent two years at Alabama when he transferred over from Tennessee and was an immediate impact player. We'll see um, what Alabama can do here in the Kansas in, in the Sugar Bowl against Kansas State coming up on New Year's Eve. One other Tennessee note: uh, wide receiver Jimmy Callaway has announced he is transferring to Louisville. Announced uh, he will be transferring there after he entered the portal just a couple of weeks ago. Callaway. Wrapped up this redshirt sophomore season with the Vols seeing limited playing time. Uh, end of the year with just two catches for 20 yards. So Jimmy Callaway off to Louisville. Uh, Texas A&M, they will lose another player to the transfer portal. Defensive lineman Adarius Jones, he entered the portal. Uh, Florida losing one of their offensive linemen. Michael Tarquin played in eight games for the Gators this year. Started seven of them. He has entered the portal. LSU offensive lineman Marcus Dumerville, he announced uh, he will be heading off to play at Maryland next season, while fellow offensive lineman Xavier Hill, he announced he is heading off to Memphis. Over at Auburn, they made it official. Jake Thornton has joined Hugh Freeze's staff as the offensive line coach. He comes to Auburn after two seasons at Ole Miss. His offensive line with the Rebels this past year ran for 261 yards per game, number three in the nation. Allowed only 14 sacks in pass protection. So Jake Thornton going to be the O-line coach at Auburn. And they also hired tight ends coach Ben Agamawa, I think is how you say it. Was with Hugh Freeze over at Liberty. He comes over to Auburn. And uh, one more note on Texas A&M. They are looking for their next offensive coordinator. We know they fired Daryl Dickey a few weeks ago. And Corner reports the Houston Chronicle reporting that A&M is reportedly considering 
uh, USC receivers coach Luke Huard as their new OC. He was formerly at Texas A&M from 2019 to 2021 as an offensive analyst. Uh, reports say Jimbo Fisher did offer the job to TCU offensive coordinator Garrett Riley, but he turned it down. So they're going after Huard. He originally joined USC as an offensive analyst, but took over as interim wide receivers coach before the start of the season. See if that is the guy to come in and help run the Aggie offense moving forward. Thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC uh, your first listen every day. Coming up next, we're going to touch on the Gasparilla Bowl between Mizzou and Wake Forest. That's next. All right, roll along here. Locked on SEC and feels like uh, we've had so many bowl games the last two weeks, and we've only had the SEC playing one. That was Florida getting beat by Oregon State. So we need redemption. We need the SEC to make some noise. And that's where we get the Gasparilla Bowl tonight with the Mizzou Tigers taking on Wake Forest. It has been 2,913 days since Mizzou won a bowl game. That's right. Mizzou looking for a bowl game in a big, big way. They're a two-point underdog to Wake Forest, so people feeling like this one could go either way, up in the air. And Mizzou going to be without a handful of players down in Tampa. Three starters have opted out to prepare for the NFL draft, and nine players, including two starters, have left the team to enter the transfer portal. They had that cold front come through across the entire country, seemingly. It is going to be a little cold, but... Cold for Tampa, forecast calls for 52 degrees. So, chilly for Tampa, but nothing compared to what the rest of the country is uh, going through this week. Now, uh, a lot at stake for Mizzou. They are looking to post their first winning record under third-year head coach Eli Drinkwitz. They went 5-5 five and five in the COVID year, and then they went 6-7 and seven last year. Uh, they are looking to finish with a winning record this year. Uh, senior defensive tackle Darius Robinson said, we've got to win. It's no secret. We're going to enjoy this trip, but we got to win. Just flat out. Wide receiver Barrett Bannister said, every single person is going to have to contribute. For Mizzou's offense, Friday's game is a chance to show a little promise heading into next year. Freshman Luther Burton, um, obviously he gets a chance to shine with Dominic Lovett on the way out. Senior receiver Toski Dove, he has entered the transfer portal he will play in this game, but obviously Luther Burden being the big five-star wide receiver signee last year, they want to see him take a little bit more of a step forward. And quarterback Brady Cook, he can continue his strong finish to this season as, uh, you know, started off pretty rough, but he's come on here in recent weeks and played well. And Brady Cook uh, can really lay a foundation heading into next year. Um, Eli Drinkwitz, we know he flirted with JT Daniels last offseason. See if he flirts with another quarterback in the transfer portal this offseason. They do have the freshman quarterback, Sam Horn. He could also see some time in this bowl game if Cook struggles for any reason. But kickoff is set for 5.30 Central at Raymond James Stadium on ESPN. Uh, Wake Forest is a good team. Don't get me wrong. A couple players to watch for with them. Their big quarterback, Sam Hartman, obviously, is a uh, big-time playmaker. Jasheen Davis on the defensive line leads their defense with uh, career highs in tackles for loss and sacks. Wide receiver A.T. Perry, he had almost 1,000 yards and 11 touchdowns. And then defensive lineman Kobe Turner, 
Uh, he had eight tackles for a loss this year. So just some of the players to keep an eye on in this one. Mizzou and Wake Forest, they've never met on the football field. Mizzou enters the bowl game on a two-game win streak. They've won four of their last six games. Drinkwitz has led the Tigers to a bowl game in each of his first three seasons. Has an 8-1 and one record in bowl games in his coaching career. So let's see if Mizzou can get this thing done. One other note for Mizzou. Uh, defensive lineman Realis George, he announced he will return to Mizzou for one more season as a graduate senior. He announced that on his uh, Twitter page. So uh, he will be coming back for another year. Let's roll with him. Let's take Mizzou minus the two or uh, plus the two uh, or two and a half, wherever you get in your line. I like Mizzou as the underdog. I think they get the win. We're going to roll with the Mizzou Tigers and say the SEC gets their first win. If they lose this one, Puts the SEC really behind the eight ball. Start the bowl season at 0 2. And then we got to wait all until next Wednesday when we get Kansas, Arkansas, and the Liberty Bowl, where Arkansas is just a slight three point favorite. And then later that night in the Tax Act, Texas Bowl, we get Texas Tech, Ole Miss, where Ole Miss is just around a, half, a field goal favorite. So some close lines in these games, except for Florida. We knew Florida was depleted starting Jack Miller in that one, but. Uh, Let's get the SEC a win tonight. Let's go. All right. Thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Now go make your second listen. Check out the Locked on Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and the take of the day. Available in the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Chris Gordy. This has been Locked on SEC. You guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to everybody out there.